Welcome to Passion Church. For more information about Passion Church, please visit us online at www.passionchurch.tv. Now let's join the service already in progress. So, whether you realize it or not, we are a people who struggle to get enough rest. Um, in fact, the average American gets about 6.8 hours of sleep a night. That's down an hour um, since 1942. I know that sounds like forever ago, but uh, the fact is we just don't get the rest we used to get. That's concerning to a lot of those in the medical field because they have uh, discovered through research that part of um, uh, lack of sleep is part of our health problems and in some cases even our ability to think properly. And so it would seem really strange on a morning like this to a group of people who are probably struggling to get enough rest for your pastor to stand up here on a Sunday morning and to challenge you to rest less. Um, and so I want you to go with me because that's exactly what I'm going to do this morning in a very particular area. Uh, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, I want you to lead us. Uh, as he, I, I want to take you where he's led me over this week. I want you to join me in Isaiah chapter 62. Uh, this is going to be short. Uh, we're going to spend some time in prayer today, a very specific prayer challenge that I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart, but also just because I think we need to spend some time in prayer. So in Isaiah chapter 62, listen to what he says in, in verse 6 and 7. It says this, I have posted watchmen on your walls, Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. You who call on the Lord, give yourselves no rest and give him no rest till he establishes Jerusalem and makes her the praise of the earth. One version says this, give the Lord no rest until he completes his work, until he makes Jerusalem the pride of the earth. So in this passage, what's literally taking place is Isaiah is prophesying to the Israelites, challenging them because they continue to stray away from God. And so he's calling them back, calling them over and over again. He challenges them. He, 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 he constrains them to meet the mandate on them as a group of people called by God. And so he makes a couple of interesting statements that I want to draw your attention to very quickly. He states that God has posted watchmen on the walls. Another version says he has placed intercessors on the walls. These are watchmen. These are prayer warriors. These are... and. and not only are they prayer warriors, they are told to not be silent day or night. They're never supposed to take a break. There's supposed to be this constant and consistent call upon the Lord. And then he says, you call the Lord, give yourselves no rest. I want to tell you that in this moment of history, in this day, in the hour that we're in right now, that we, I just need to challenge you and remind you that we have, we, we desperately need some watchmen to some intercessors, some prayer warriors that will take their place and stand in the gap and call on the Lord day and night and rest less. 
We need some diligent people. We need some on-point people who are ready to call on the name of the Lord. Isaiah is telling us that the watchmen have a constant duty. The watchmen are not supposed to be critics. They're supposed to be prayer warriors who are constantly calling on the name of the Lord. Some of you have become critics. Some of you have become complainers. And Isaiah is saying, listen, you've got a job to do. Your job is to stand on the wall, to see what's happening in the world around us, to see what's happening in your neighborhood around you, to see what's happening in your family and rise up and get yourself back on the wall day and night, refusing to settle for anything less than getting in touch with God and grabbing a hold of him until he moves. I, 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 just, I just need to challenge you this morning. I want to I shake you from your slumber, watchman. I want to I contest your complacency. I, I, I want to aggravate you until you're no longer apathetic. Wake up. Rest less. Too many of us have given ourselves permission to rest in our pursuit of God. I've already pursued him enough. I've pursued him year after year. I've pursued him for the last decade. I've pursued him over the last month. I've pursued him a a couple of weeks ago. And we grant ourselves rest. And Isaiah is saying this, we don't have the right to grant ourselves rest. We have a job. We've been given a sacred duty. We must be on call. We are supposed to be on guard. We are to rise up and pray. Listen to me. We are to rise up and pray. We are to rise up and pray. We are to rise up and pray. We are to rise up and petition. We are to rise up and call out. We're to rise up and cry out for salvation. We're to rise up and cry out for rescue. We are to rise up and cry out for revival. The Bible says, come to me, those of you that are weary, and I will give you rest. God gives us rest, but we're not supposed to grant ourselves rest. So, 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 so we need to cry out for healing. We've fallen asleep and we've grown weary. And I'm just challenging this, you this morning. Get back to your job. Get back on the wall, watchman. Come back to the, to the, to the, the responsibility that's been placed on us as, as followers of Christ. We are called to pray, to seek God's face, to call on him. The second thing I want you to notice is I want you to notice that Isaiah admonishes the watchman to give God no rest. He says, I want you to give no, God no rest until he moves. In their case, it was to reestablish their capital, to reestablish, reestablish Jerusalem so that they could uh, occupy and, and have control of the land. I recognize that in their situation, that's what got, what's going on. But this morning, I just want to state to you that I think many of us have given ourselves permission to rest, and in the process, we give God rest. And I have a question for you this morning. Why are we granting God silence? Why are we allowing God the opportunity to rest? Are your requests big enough to make God actually feel like he needs to go to work? We grow silent when we think he doesn't care or if we think he, he, we can handle what we're going through on our own. And some of us can't rest, but even while we can't rest, we're allowing God to rest. And the reason we're doing that is because we haven't pulled him in. 
it, it, it's quiet in here. We, we haven't pulled him into our fight. And the Bible declares very clearly that God wants to rescue. The Bible declares very clearly that he wants to defend. The Bible clearly discusses the fact that he wants to get involved. But too many of us are fighting by ourselves because we're allowing God to rest. I just came to remind somebody that in James chapter 4, James says this to us. You have not because you ask not. I just want to remind you that in Philippians chapter 4, he tells us very clearly to make our petitions known. In other words, the, the writers are telling us that we've been granted instruction and permission to bring the needs of our lives to God and to beat down the throne room uh, doors and say, God, I need you to move. We've been granted that permission. So we let him have rest when we forget to rely. And we forget to, to we, we, we let him have rest when we forget to request. And I think maybe that what needs to take place this morning is that we need to go back and reclaim the attitude and the posture and the tenacity of the widow that Jesus talked about in Luke chapter 18. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus tells a parable about a little widow lady that had some problems. And this is what he says. He said, one, Jesus, one day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city. And he said, he said, who neither loved or neither feared God or, or cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. And the judge ignored her for a while. But finally, listen to what happens. But finally, he said to himself, I don't fear God and I don't care about people. But this woman is driving me crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, I, so he says, I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, Jesus says this. Listen to what Jesus says. He said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. Perhaps if we would take on the attitude and the consistency and the persistency of the widow, perhaps if we would continue Continue to bombard heaven. Perhaps if I keep coming to God and boldly making my needs known, then maybe, just maybe, God would respond. Maybe, just maybe, God would respond if I make him rest less. And I don't know why you came to church this morning. Maybe you just came to see a show. Or maybe you just came to check off the box that this is what Christians do. Or maybe you just came to see that friend that you only get to see on Sundays. But can I tell you why I showed up this morning? I came to drive God crazy. I came to drive, I came to bother God just a little bit. I came to wake him up from his rest and say, God, I need you in my life desperately. And I don't know about you. I just need him. So why? Because the situation I'm finding demands his attention. The, 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 the circumstances that my children are going through de de demands that God gets involved. The, my, my circumstance call for his care. My friend's healing is going to require require his hand my the decisions that I face in this moment are going to require his directive my problem will only be resolved by his response so like blind Bartimaeus I've come to passion on a Sunday morning and I didn't come to see you I love you but I didn't come to see you I came to bother God a little bit and like blind Bartimaeus refused to allow God to walk by in 
silence while we suffer. So I came to call out to God. I will cry out. I will cry out. I will cry out until he establishes his order. I will cry out until he establishes his way. I will cry out until he establishes his plan. I will cry out until he lives up to what he says he can do. I will cry out until I get his attention. You better get ready, God. You're not going to get one moment of silence. You're not going to get one second of rest. I, you're going to have to you're going to have to rest less until I get your attention and until I get the answer I need. I need some folks who are desperate to bother God this morning. I need some folks who've allowed themselves just a, a, a recess, a, a time of walking away from pursuit to get back in the fray, to get back on the wall, to cry out like watchmen we need him we need him and God it isn't that you haven't done something in the past and we don't take for granted what you've done in the past it's just that I can't let you rest until I get some rest. And I can't get rest until you move in this situation. And so, God, it isn't that you don't have anything else to do. It's just I need you in this moment. I got to have you in this moment. I'm desperate in this moment. I need you. And so I'm asking for some folks who've come off the wall who become consumed by life's cares, who've been caught up in everything that's wrong and everything that's messed up, and we've forgotten that we have a job to do and that God always responds to the sound of His people's voice, His people's voice crying out in desperation. I taught you years ago, it's the only prayer I know to pray in times like this. I taught you years ago the one, one prayer that God always responds to is this one. It's a one prayer, one word prayer. It's this prayer. Help. I got to have your help because I don't know where to turn. Come on, come on, would you bring the word? Come on, would you, just, would you just allow the Holy Spirit to do what I cannot do in this moment? God, stir us up again. We've granted you too much rest. We've granted ourselves rest. And we desperately need your help. Come through. Answer. Give us justice. Give us healing. Give us breakthrough. Give us miracles. Give us souls. Give us victory. Give us our children. Give us our neighbors. God, we beat down the door until you come through on our behalf. God, let watchmen re re reconnect with you and come back again. Do what you're calling us to do. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you.
would you just find a place to pray right there where you are? You can kneel, you can come to the altar, you can stand, whatever you need to do. Would you just establish and reestablish the wall of prayer in your life and in the lives of those around you? We're going to do something special here in a minute. But just for the next few moments, in your situation, your family member, your neighborhood, your own life, would you just in this moment reestablish a posture of calling out and crying out to God? We desperately, we desperately need you. Come on, watchmen, get on the wall. Come on, intercessors, day and night, no rest. God, we, 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 we ask you. There's stuff going on in our lives that people don't even know about. We haven't felt the liberty to even share that you know about. We need you. and slumber this morning. We enlist you in our fight. We welcome you to come right into the middle of our need.
So Father, in our own lives right now, we cry out day and night. We refuse to be silent. We refuse to rest. And we refuse to let you rest until the way things are are the way you want them to be. That your will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we also recognize this morning that many in this room may not have desperate situations going on in their lives, but we recognize also that you've called us to partner with one another. When one of our brothers or our sisters are struggling, when they're facing a battle, when they're facing a fight, it is our responsibility as watchmen to rise up and to cry out when they don't have the strength to when they no longer have the faith necessary to fight, we stir up our faith on their behalf. So Father, we do that right now. Some of us are standing next to people, sitting next to people, kneeling next to people in this moment that we don't even know the the battle they're facing. We don't know what is the desperate situation they're in. All we know is you've given us a task to carry one another's burdens. So let in this moment, would you just reach out and lay your hand on somebody right now? You don't have to know what they're going through. You just got to know that they need you in this moment. So Father, if I'm not crying out for my own needs, my attention will be riveted by the needs of those around me. In this moment, you're assigning me You're assigning me as a watchman on their wall. They're so tired, they're so beat up, they're so worn out that they don't have the strength necessary in this moment to to battle all by themselves. And they need somebody to come alongside them. So Father, I'll stand in the gap. I, I will rise up and get up on their wall and watch for them. And I will cry out for help for them, for healing for them, for breakthrough for them. If everything is good in my life, then, then I will move out to the next level of prayer, which is to call out on the behalf of those around. So, Father, I cry out for my brothers and my sisters right now, right in the middle of the battle they're facing. I'll stand, I'll stand, and I will not give you rest until you come through. Until you come through. Until you come through. We have been a people in the past who've prayed for one another and carried one another's burdens. I don't dismiss that or diminish that. You've been great about this. But I'm asking you in this moment to come to a new level, to rise up to a new level of attention, to rise up to a new level of intercession, to to rise up to a new level of being aware and cognizant of the fact that there are people in a fight for their life. And we gotta pray. We gotta pray. We gotta pray.
So Brenda reminded me, we, we talked about this not too long ago. It's the story of the four friends that, that lowered their friend down through the roof to get to Jesus. And we are literally in that moment where we, are, we have a mandate on us. We have a mandate on us to be one of those friends to be one of those people that if I've got everything that I need from Jesus, none of the, the, the four were okay, but they had a friend that was not. And they, they committed in their heart to be one of the people that would get them to Jesus. And I just, I have felt this all week. We are in a season where we have got to become like that. We got to become like that. Sorry, turn these lights on. Turn these lights on. I want them to see around them. Good. Bring them all the way up. The back one's too. I know it doesn't look good on camera. I don't care. I need you to look around. Just look around for a moment. We're going to shift gears. Just look around. Let the Holy Spirit talk to you. Some of y'all, some of y'all come to worship together every week. And because they smile when they get here, you think it's okay. That everything's good. When the truth is, is the, some, of the, some of the folks in this room are literally fighting for their lives. One decision they make this week, one interaction this week could change everything. And they won't endure that if they didn't, if, they, if there's not a watchman on the wall in that moment crying out for them. Look around. Let the light go on, literally and figuratively and spiritually. Let the light go on. The reason you've been thinking about them all week long, it's the Holy Spirit trying to convince you that they need somebody to beat the door of heaven down for them. We come in this, I love our environment, I love our atmosphere, but we come and sometimes in the dark, you pass right over the people that you were assigned to, to hold up. people have been through. You don't know what people are going through. So I'm going to help you this morning. This is what I know. That the word is very clear. That those that labor among us should be watched for, cared for. We have a member of our body today 
He's an elder in our church. He's on the finance team. He's been on the pastoral staff. They helped launch this church. This church would not exist, would not exist if it wasn't for this couple helping along with several others. But this couple has been here from the first day. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says this by his stripes we are healed there's no question there's no negotiations a doctor's report cannot live up or diminish that promise that is a promise that we have we're going to stand on that promise for Danny Nix So I am calling some watchmen. I'm calling you as watchmen. This is what we're going to do from now until whenever. Isaiah 53, 5. 535. I know it's 53, 5, but we're changing it. At 535 every day until I tell you to stop. At 535, I don't care if it's a.m. or p.m. For some of you, you're early risers. And 5.35 a.m. is good for you. That's not good for me. At 5.35 p.m. for me. I don't care. I've already put it in my phone. Get your phone out right now. Use whatever calendar system you need to use and put a, put a reminder in your phone. At 5.35, the watchmen are going to take their place on the wall. And this is how we're going to pray. This is how I'm going to pray. I encourage you can pray any way you want to pray. This is how I'm going to pray, though. I'm just going to, I'm going to pray back to God His Word. So this is how I'm going to pray at 530. I'm not asking you to pray. You can pray if you want to pray an hour. I don't care. I'm just going to pray for about this long right here. God, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, you have declared that by your stripes, Danny Nix is healed. I can pray that prayer while I'm umpiring baseball. I can pray that prayer while I'm driving down the road. But at 535, I'm going to get my hind end up on a wall. And when he doesn't have any strength left, and when his faith is starting to waver, I'm going to stand in the gap because there's going to come a day where I'm going to need you to stand in the gap on my behalf too. So just together, would you just stand for one moment? Would you turn? Would you turn? Stretch your hands right back there to Danny. Father, by your stripes, Danny Nix is healed. I claim that in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Give him strength in the middle of the fight. Give him faith in the middle of the fight. Strengthen his physical body, his mind, his spiritual man. You say, well, Steve, you're setting us up to be disappointed if God doesn't come through. No, we're not. We're praying that he will work until his will is established. Until his will is established. And so I agree with what God's already said. And I believe that he'll come through. 
So together we get ourselves on the wall. Will you join me on the wall at 535? At 535, starting today, will you get yourselves on the wall? You say, well, Steve, when we get on the wall, we, we notice other needs. Yeah, I know. So pray for those too. So Father, at 535, over the next few months, over the next few weeks and months, as we gather together at those moments to lift up a prayer for Danny, we also ask you to bring other needs to mind. And as a, a prayer army filled with faith and an understanding that we've been given permission to request and to ask for big stuff. We gather in agreement knowing that where two or three are gathered, you're there and also where whatever two or three are touching in agreement comes to pass. It's, in, it's on earth as it is in heaven. And so I pray a revival of watchmen taking their place on the wall would take place in the course of the next few weeks and we would be more prayer-filled and prayerful than we've ever been in our lives as we watch you do things that we cannot do on our own, on our own, on our own. We trust you for this and we believe you're going to accomplish this. For your name's sake and for your kingdom's sake. And we will give you all glory, honor, credit belongs to you. Come on, sing this one more time before Austin comes. I'm driving you crazy until we get your will brought to bear on our needs. Meet every need in this house, I pray. Meet every need in every life. Let every desperate situation find an answer. Let every dire need find deliverance today, I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, would you do this with me? Would before you're seated for just a moment, would you look at two or three people and say, "I'll see you on the wall." Come on, tell them, "I will see you on the wall." It's been a privilege to have you join us for this time of ministry. To find more Passion Church resources or to make a donation online, visit www.passionchurch.tv. Remember, you can't live without passion.